Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Oh, hey. <laughs> it's coming soon, folks. Ooh, it's coming soon. The album? Mm-hmm. Both albums? Uh-huh. You're talking about Sonic Ranch, the new album by the Sloppy Boys. And the debut album from Dutz, Beyond Cool. Dutz. Mm-hmm. Nice. But not only are they coming, and uh, for, for those who are waiting, <laughs> you're telling me there's an exclusive Hollywood event they can attend. Oh, It's a listening party to hear these albums before they come out. Yeah, folks, this is not a live performance. This is a dramatic Drake-esque exclusive listening event. Hell yeah. Anyone in LA on the 22nd of July can come to El Cid at 2 p.m. for a fee. (laughs) Well, only 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 10 bucks. 10 10 bucks plus fees. (laughs) Wait, you said El Cid. You said El Cid. That's a place that has sangria, a very popular podcast drink of ours. Mm -hmm. We're playing both Beyond Cool and the new one from the Sloppy Boys, Sonic Ranch. You're going to bask in the technological marvels mm-hmm. of two unreleased albums. Wow. You're going to come by, you're going to shake hands with the creators. Maybe get a little merch. You're going to come up to me, you're going to say, hey, uh, yo, T-Boy, I got to pull you aside. Now I got to tell you, you know, you're Tim, you're pretty much my boy at this point. Um, and, and I love you and I love your two co-hosts. And to say, hey, Dutz, come over here. Uh, my girlfriend really likes you, and your work got me through some really tough times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to be like, uh, hey, Hanford, come over here. Uh, you clogged the toilet in the men's room. Could, here's your <laughs> yeah. plunger. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, Mike. Oh, yeah, hey, did you like the album? No, no, I work with uh, the restaurant. You need to leave <laughs> with what you did in the bathroom. <laughs> After what you did? <laughs> you made a mess! You did that here... <laughs> That's the Sloppy Boys and Dutz two-for-one listening party. Saturday, July 22nd, 2 p.m. at El Cid on Sunset Boulevard. Tickets available now. Gotta do it. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hello, and Jeff, I just turned my AC off. So I heard, thank you so very much. Good. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? AC is always off over here. I'm respectful of the podcast on every episode <laughs> of every week. And we are your hosts, the Sloppy Boys, back once again. Oh boy, here we are. 
Oh, no, boy. I, see, I gotta have that AC on because I'm so hot all the time. Oh. oh. <laughs> you understand? I thought you liked the noise. Yeah, I like the noise. Um, I'll tell you, mm. I love the summer because it's it's uh it's it's the great equalizer for the sweaty guy. You know, I here I am. I'm putting in the work all year, sweating. It's Christmas morning, sweating. New Year's <laughs> Eve, sweating. Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> very sweaty. And then in the in the hot hot heat of the summer, everybody's sweating, and I love it. I I I, well, I look around. I say, hey, look at people pitting out. Look at people. I don't like the. uh, You merely adopted the sweat. I was born in it. Yeah, I got major problems with the sweat. Your sweat, Tim. I don't don't like. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like to see my boy slick. (laughs) I like to be sweaty and then be able to point to a reason. Like if I'm sweaty, I'm like, hey, you know, it's it's hot. And be like, yeah. But (laughs) when I have that, no, I'll be in an air conditioned office in January. And be dripping with sweat and be like, what's wrong? I'm like, uh, I'm Greek. I, I did see you. I saw you walking around Hillhurst the other day and you were just pointing up at the sun. People were nodding. Looking at your phone, but hand in the air. That's so people the source like, yeah. of it all. <laughs> hey, I think next year there's going to be a big solar eclipse. Huh? Oh, we got to do a Patreon episode about the it. Next year. So look out for that. It's not far away. A solar I think that's the big one where it's like it gets kind of dark and animals go nuts and <laughs> everything's wild. Yeah. But, of course, you didn't uh, start listening to this podcast, folks, to hear me guess about eclipses. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about how astrology is really popular. Maybe we become the guys who start getting into kind of hip-pop astronomy and posting memes and talking about that. Oh, astronomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, if you want to hear us talk about astrology, go over to the uh, Patreon page and sign up for the blowout. Oh, that's a good one. Because we did an episode all about Yeah, with uh, Stevie Goldstein. Yeah. Mm. Fantastic Yeah, time. from the What's Your Sign podcast. Mm. I yes. think was one of ours was uh, that we were going to wear more interesting hats this year. Sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but don't forget that we were going to embrace the danger. Ooh. Oh. Of the hats. And... Become more collaborative. Oh. And creative. I guess we've done that. Yeah. Nice. No, I don't know what you're talking about. We've only just made an album with money, Mark. Oh. <laughs> oh. Two singles oh. are out. Jeff's got two singles out. Woo. Ooh. We're on the top of the charts, we think. Album's on the way, folks. Album's on the way. Don't worry <laughs> think- about Olivia Rodrigo's album. <laughs> worry about Duts. <laughs> She'll be fine. Oh, Guts doesn't come out till September. She's missing the whole summer. Big mistake by Livrod. Oh, her her album's called Guts, you said, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Guts versus Guts Duts. Versus I love Duts, it. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. Guys, I didn't eat enough today, so I'm uh, hoping I don't really love this drink or I'm going to be wee-hoo-wee-hoo. Yeah, Mike, you got to get yourself some of these. Oh, yeah. Goldfish. Cheddar goldfish. Don't Cheddar. eat on the mic. Don't eat on the mic. Turn off the AC. That's a top snack. <laughs> that is I'm having the it. feeling that you had when you did keto where I, I all I've eaten today is for breakfast. I had some of last night's buffalo wings reheated and mm-hmm. uh, they were most delicious. Nice. But when you only just eat the protein, it's like it's not a large yeah. amount. It's not a big puffy amount of food in my stomach. And I, I, mm-hmm. I feel my I feel sort of sweaty and schizo. <laughs> Tim, you need a, a hearty bed of green vegetables. Yeah, or a bag of 
Cheddar goldfish. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I didn't eat that much today either. I, I just said that. That's that's how you know I didn't eat that much today. <laughs> that's, you heard it when you said it. No, what I was going to say is uh, I only had cereal in the morning with a ton of strawberries in it and then a salad for lunch. Oh, well, Mike, you know what you're going to want to do? What? Let's put a little booze in that empty stomach. <laughs> I know. Oh, boy. Well, I do have some chicken marinating, but I didn't get a chance to cook it. You, you don't skip that step. <laughs> yeah, you got to. Mr. Purple Sinewy Chicken. I, I've tried before skipping that skip, step, and it does not work out well. Well, what do you say we get into some booze news first? Perfect. I love it. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, this is booze news number five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Tim, are you okay? I don't get what's going on here. Booze news number five. <laughs> Aw. Ooh. <laughs> Booze News number five was sent to us by Chris Fink. And if you have a Booze News theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Wow, that awe at the end was from the end of uh, Gardens of Gomorrah, our new, our new singles app. Aw. I was as he was as I was listening, I was like, when did Tim count that much? But it must have been from a quiz. A quiz. A quiz. Tim count that. When would he have had like 20 questions? Oh, I bet it was the Java Lanch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We haven't had a an, an avalanche themed quiz in a while. Avalanche, <laughs> <laughs> right? That I think in the espresso martini episode, or some there were some other lanch ones too. There's a <laughs> we, yeah, we should bring back the, the lanch, the lanch, lanch week. Both blowout and main are lanch oriented. <laughs> it's lanch week. What the fuck? Oh, the don't fuck even listen. Guys. Why am I still listening to this show? <laughs> Why did we buy an expensive billboard that says Lanch Week? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we bombed with Vermouth Month and now Lanch Week. Oh, that week? didn't work. No, out. it was a hit. We didn't get we didn't get uh, uh, Madonna movie month going. We did one movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pisses me right off. Zaba movies too. Jeff, was that a? Wait, do you have a fancy hydro flask you were just drinking water from? What do you? What, what is this? It? Is a Yeti? Yeti. Oh, yeah, it's a big boy, huh? Jeffy's got the Yeti. There's maybe thirty six ounces in there. Ooh. It feels like the, the your 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 water bottle of choice says a lot about you these days, Mike. What do you use? Nalgene. I I got a big. No, I got kind of like a. It doesn't have the straw like Jeff, but it's a big uh, kind of metally one like that. Mm. Bigger, bigger than Jeff's. Too wide. I can't even get my hand around. What's you rocking, Tim? What's your vessel? My vessel is like the M drive container. But look at this on my desk. I've got this big LL Bean Nalgene looking thing that I've never used. Ooh, Maybe I should use Ooh that's that. nice. It's, it's got a shirt in it. It's got um, a roadside emergency kit inside of it. I think. Oh, okay. Or, or like a hiking. Uh, oh yeah, it's an outdoor survival in a bottle. <laughs> Why do I need outdoor survival in a bottle? <laughs> you go outside all the time. Yeah, to Hillhurst Avenue. Okay, let's get into <laughs> booze news. Just yeah, what if we get stuck on your way to sous vide egg bites? <laughs> yeah, Tim, you should, you and Jeff, you two should start like a, a street fair called Chillhurst at Chillhurst. Oh, it's a and, great and idea. You shut down the streets. It's a great idea. There's vendors. There's music. People are maybe it's an ice cream shop, <laughs> Mom. Maybe it's ice cream shop, and we're making uh, uh, ice cream. Ooh, Ooh cool treats. Chillhurst. There's, there is enough. I mean. 
I guess you guys do need another ice cream place at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're really hard up for ice cream on Old Hill. <laughs> okay, um, what's the actual booze news? I'm getting restless. Yeah. The, uh, this week is, is what you call quick bips. Bip, bip. Ooh. Nice. Um, uh, first, first bip is a little one. Uh, that I already feel dismissive of, but uh, Slophead Little Sergio on Instagram sent us this article from Bloomberg, and the headline is, Orange Julius-inspired cocktails are the drink of the summer. At high-end cocktail bars and restaurants, citrus is having a retro moment, plus two recipes you can make at home. Uh, There's an article saying it's like, you know, it's Orange Julius-y things. I didn't even read the article because- At this point, we're like, no, this. I think the Sloppy Boys should write an article about the how the news media, the mainstream news media, how trigger happy with the, they have become with saying drink of the summer. Scale it back, folks. Scale it back. Right. These days, it's anything. That, they want to say anything. You ha- let's summer. let's say at the bare minimum, one Earthling must have had the drink during the course of the summer before you can start calling <laughs> yeah. it and to the say- drink of the summer. To say like, ooh, citrus is having a comeback at the bar is like, ooh, uh, like every- paper clips are back at the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they That's didn't good. go anywhere. That's good, Jeff. Thanks. But anyway, I guess I, I just wanted to know. I think that I'm going to dismiss this as hearsay. But slopheads, if you do see some orange Julius like creamsicle frozen drinks or desserts with booze in them that are uh, citrusy, let me know. I do like a Julius. Yeah, Hell what yeah. what is in that? It's orange juice, and you said cream. Is it just vanilla? Yeah, it's like vanilla orange vanilla. ice cream, probably cream sickle. Ah, and it's a, it's yeah. a drink. I, all right, it's good. Very nineties, but there is one in Pasadena. I think I want to say. Ooh. Yeah, it's Ooh. very mall mall uh, centric for me. Mall fair, only to be beaten out by an Auntie Anne's. Oh yeah, I like Auntie Anne better than pretzel time. Oh, yeah. I gotta tell you, yeah, that. <laughs> the wet pretzel, <laughs> especially the nuggets. You get you get like a basically a soda cup full of just the little balls. Yep, yep, yeah, those yeah. are good. I'm always sad though when you walk up to Auntie Anne's or Wetzel's, hoping for the samples, and there's no samples, and and you have to go so close in order to look at the samples. They're like, "Can I help you?" And I was like, "No, I'm not here to spend. <laughs> I'm here to receive. I'm here to take, <laughs> take." Uh, what's your pretzel there? I do cinnamon raisin. Ooh, or cinnamon sugar. Original, but buttery, salty original. Wow, yeah. What's the next bip? The next little bip is, this is a Philadelphia bip um, from uh, Secret Pants Sam on Instagram. And do you guys remember, I I did a little bit of uh, a Philadelphia news roundup recently, and we were talking about how Rita's, the uh, Mm -hmm. Italian ice place, had come out with a beer. And we were kind of pumped on that idea, but then it was a mango beer, and we're like, "Mm, oh, that's kind of odd. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Now, uh, and we were saying that maybe there's the mango is delicious, but there's perhaps too many mango flavored things, and it was yep. an odd first choice. But okay. now, uh, uh, Nashamini Creek launches Rita's Lemon Ale. So now Ooh. there is a alcoholic lemon ale from Rita's. Looks just like the mango one, but it is lemon, and that sounds more like this sounds to me like Linen Kugel uh, Summer Shandy, and this sounds like something I would drink. I like uh, say the say the name of it again. Nashan. The the Nishan- name of the distillery or the brewery is Nashamini Nashamini Creek. Nashamini Creek. I like that. Yep. And what's the Kugel Kugel Shandy? Oh, Line and Kugel. Line and yeah, Kugel. Yeah, yeah. That's a Midwest thing. Those are great, but hmm. you know you only have what I have one of them. Then they get a little 
yeah. sweet to the taste. No, yes. I like um, yeah, yeah. Sure. those. Those for are good sure. though. I also like a Stiegel Rattler. If we're talking about oh yeah, you know those, oh yeah, a grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like the Rattlers, but did we have a Rattler somewhere recently? Rattlers. Okay. Jeff was drinking Rattlers in Bermuda, and we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I somebody just tagged us. Somebody on social media tagged us in a thing of a drink where they combined a Rattler with a different like light beer and it, and it was good. Cause I do think Rattlers can tend to be too juicy, but I like that Stiegel one and it's, it's a daytime mm-hmm. thing when you're not looking sure. to get too. And then also at Bigfoot Lodge, you know, they do a thing where you, you put a little shot of tequila in there. You kick it back up. Yeah. Mm, yes. Um, good, good, good. Sort of a Paloma approach. The Paloma approach. Any other bips? We'll wrap it up. Ooh. Oh, well, that's it for booze news, folks. <laughs> oh, 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 Jeff, you've done it again. Um, well, <laughs> should we? You know where that leaves us. Yeah, should we? Shall we? It's time for. I'm excited. <laughs> booze news. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, the drink of the day, of course. Of course. Wait, real quick. This is just remind. I don't know what it was, but the way I heard you guys in my ears reminded me of. Do you? You guys. You. You have AirPods, yes? No. Well, I have wired. I no, I just have this. The wired ones. Okay. Well, I use AirPods, and um, they've got like fancy noise cancellation and stuff like this. But they also have a setting. Sometimes I'll listen to our podcast, laughing my ass off at how funny we are, <laughs> and there's uh-huh. this setting. That I forget, it's some kind of special stereo setting where it keeps the person's voice in one spot. So let's say I'm walking up Hillhurst and uh, Jeff is on my left and Mike is on my right. If I turn to my right, then it like it's like Mike's in front of me and Jeff's oh, behind yeah. me. It's like Whoa. I'm standing in the studio kind of. That's great. So it's like 360 like head yeah. proximity. Yeah. That's crazy. As I'm turning and stuff, if we go... If I go hiking in Griffith and I'm going on a windy trail, it's like you guys are wrapping all around my head. Wow. Which is my worst I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> I'd like to wrap you on the head someday with a wrench. I mean, I can't really think of the purpose <laughs> of it, right? Like, it's not helpful for music, and there's no reason for podcasters to be wrapping around your head. <laughs> Sometimes I think with, maybe it's for live concert stuff. No, that would be Ooh, stupid. That could too. be kind of cool. I think sometimes uh, Apple puts things out just to be like, "Hey, look what we got." Yeah, we, we have yeah. the technology. Like <laughs> Is this yeah. worth anything to you guys? <laughs> Will it get mentioned on the Sloppy Boys? Yeah, Tim Cook's yes. laughing his way to the bank right now. <laughs> hmm. um, speaking Damn. of Tim's, Tim Kalpakis has to get to the drink of the day. <laughs> nice, nice, um, nice. Okay, I'm very excited. This is a very fun one. Very buzzy, buzzy drink. Johnny's dream you've had? No. No. You've heard. I've heard. Oh, who hasn't, Tim? If you're on Twitter, if you're on Elon's Twitter, uh, you've heard about this. <laughs> this was a viral tweet on the Twitter sphere this very oh, yeah. summer. Um oh, yeah. and maybe maybe you saw this, maybe you didn't, but uh it it was it kind of blew up amongst the 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 cocktail world online. Um there was a tweet recently from a bartender named Daniel Ralston, and he said, had a truly bizarre encounter at the bar tonight. An old guy gave me a business card. It had no information on it except a drink recipe, his drink recipe. He just said, 
make this if you can. I did. <laughs> and then the next tweet in the thread, uh, Daniel says, I will probably carry this around for the rest of my life. And there's a picture of his fingers holding the business card that he got. And it's so funny. <laughs> it's a full it's, color photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a full color. It's not like some <laughs> old, old timey business card. It's a, it's a color glossy. And yeah. um, and it looks like a clip art picture, but I'm sure he took a picture of this drink that's like a, in a martini glass and it's like an orange <laughs> drink and it's called Johnny's Dream. And then it lists all the uh, the ingredients and it doesn't say we don't know. Was this old guy Johnny? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah. I looked around. I found an old there's an old black and white movie called Johnny's Dream. And then I found some old like standard song called Johnny's Dream. Uh, mm -hmm. But I like to think that he's Johnny. And his dream is to be able to walk into bars and have his cocktail <laughs> made for him. Look at that. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. That's great. I did see a bunch of people online saying that these sorts of things are common cheat sheets for bartenders. But then I saw a bunch of people saying, no, <laughs> oh, no. I've worked in a bar for years and I've never seen this sort of thing. Like like the, this card would be a, like a little ca Rolodex ca or like I've seen like uh, index cards of recipes. Yeah. That, that kind of through. thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've definitely ordered a drink. I, I don't really ever go to a bar and order an off-menu item. But if if they're the very few times I'd be like, I'm doing this thing for a podcast. Would you mind making it? Uh, you know, people just like Google it and, and make the IBA recipe or the liquor.com recipe. But I could imagine if these business cards, if he didn't have this made, it's possible that this was like a deck of cards and he worked at a bar and he just kept this one because he liked Johnny's right. Dream the most. But ah. when we get into this recipe. Oh, but also if he's handing them out. Oh, he needs many of them. Then he must have a ton of these. He's probably committed right. to memory. Because this bartender got to keep this card. So maybe his dream, maybe he's trying to get this drink to catch on. He's ordering it for himself. But if you keep the card, he's thinking yeah, yeah. this will be my legacy. Um, Because it's hard to get a drink to catch on. And like it's weird. Some of the drinks on the IBA cocktail list haven't caught on we don't see them anywhere and then there's sure. some mondo popular drinks that never really right. i don't know well not but, every um, drink can be a calpy cordial you know exactly i'll still go to bars and be like yeah russian root and they're like what i'm like oh this has been around for years <laughs> <laughs> two years no it's been around for since and they uh, say it got invented they say sir sir we're trying to do something nice here <laughs> <laughs> Friends of Eva Anderson. I said, you, yeah, you've been hanging out with Eva Anderson too much. Oh, she beat you to that bar. Wait, Mike, wh when did you, you invented the, the Russian route at a Kentucky Derby party in what, 2012, something like that? Let's say, yeah, let's say 2012. Who knows? There's ways to find these things out. Nah. Um, I could check my Instagram. Well, now that I'm I looking at the, the ingredients list that I'm about to read off here, I've changed my mind and this is definitely not an official bar thing because- there's, there's a little bit of quirk uh, to, to, to these ingredients here. Honestly, sounds like a good drink, good ingredients. But listen here. Two parts silver tequila. So far, so good. One part, one part Aperol. Mm. Half mm. ounce lime juice. Two parts tequila, one part Aperol, half ounce lime juice. So the shift from parts to ounce makes me think that this is a shoddily made recipe because... Uh, you know, when you say parts, when it's just in relation to the other ingredients, but now when you're saying half ounce, you're like, you don't know what part we chose, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then now cool. four, to, four to five drops of orange bitters, uh -huh. a squeeze mm -hmm. of orange juice, 
Shake Just well squeeze. and serve up with a twist of orange. And the the picture on here, it's it's appetizing. It looks it has a little bit of a tequila sunrise gradient to it, with the apérol acting as the grenadine sort of. Um, yeah. uh, do you guys have orange bitters? I do. Yes, I do. Hell yeah. Um, do you guys have orange juice, or are you going to squeeze a wedge? Squeeze and wedge. Uh, I got some simply. I'm going to use it. <laughs> I'm squeezing the wedge. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna make this drink, and we're going to see if we think Johnny's dream should live on. Yeah. Is it Johnny's dream or Jeffy's nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling this is going to be pretty good just based on this, what I'm seeing in it. Yeah. So wait, Tim, you said let's let's pontificate a little bit. This looks a little bit like a tequila sunrise. It look, of, that's what we're we're looking at. I mean, an orange drink, orange juicy drink with, with uh, tequila. tequila. And then he said his clever thing is kind of like Aperol. And I, I could, you know, there's there's like one tiki drink with Campari, the Jungle Bird, but Aperol is sweeter. I'm I'm guessing. Well, what what parts? I guess I'm going to do ounces, right? I'm, Ounce. I think I'm going to do two ounces of tequila, one ounce Aperol. That'll be a decent portion of Aperol. I do think this will be a good drink. I think it'll, I think, yeah. I, I love Aperol, so, uh, and I think it'll go well with orange. It's going to be good. Uh, I was just looking up um, the, I posted a picture on my Instagram in 20, Cinco de Mayo of 2012 that has the picture of the Russian root bottles. But I don't know if I posted it on the day that it was made. Mm. So, ah. but 2012, I think, is, is the year. Definitely the year. I love it. So are you, what are you doing for, for the 11th anniversary? <sighs> Just trying to get the word out, I guess. Going to a bar and ordering it and walking <laughs> them through it. Now we got to go out. We got to get root beer because no one keeps root beer behind the bar mm-hmm. anymore. The work never ends. Nope. It's going to be a long week for me. Hanford's dream. <laughs> You know, I, I was going to shit talk this uh, uh, four to five drops of orange bitters, but I actually like the window of four to five because don't you feel like when we're dashing, there's such mm-hmm. a weird... And we are dashing. Well, yeah, three <laughs> da- dashing guys on the pod, that's for sure. Mm. But yeah. when you're dashing bitters and it says like three dashes, don't you feel like one of your dashes is huge, the other is small, and you're like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yes, know. of course. I bet it's just like they average it out. It's like whatever. Oh, yeah, that's what three to four is. Yeah, good. Four to five uh, drops. That's good. I'm going to try and do that, actually. Good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do uh, this to the letter. Me too. That would be Johnny's dream. I'm going to do this to the letter. I'm going to make a prediction to all the Vegas odds makers, see if I can make some money on this. My my prediction is <laughs> this is going to be better on the rocks, right? Because it's juicy, yep. ju- ju- juicy yeah. and stuff like that. Ah. But we're going to do And then do also it. orange juice. Orange juice is going to be a little flabby, perhaps. Maybe. Right. Uh, but that's what's. it's only a squeeze of orange hmm. juice is what's most interesting. Hmm. Yeah, true. Oh, you get all the oranges from the Aperol, of course. I'm going to do a splash yeah. of orange juice. Yeah, same here. I'm going to squeeze the plastic jug. So you're doing, you're doing two ounces to one of Aperol. All right. All right, folks, we're going to make these drinks, and we'll be right back after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you go, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Here's Johnny's <laughs> dream. <laughs> We're right back here with you, folks, at the Sloppy Boys Podcast. Okay, Perfect. so you weren't parodying Ed McMahon. You were doing Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. And you were you parodying Jack Nicholson. Okay. Yep. I see. Very cool. Here's Very cool Jack. Here's Jackie boy. Here's Jack Nicholson. Does anyone want to say hi to Jack now that he's here? <laughs> say hi to him. Okay, hi, Jack. No. <laughs> no, no, we don't. Oh. All right, Sips? Yeah. Wait, let's have looks first before This sips. is looking good oh, yes, over yes. here. Okay, Mike's looks exactly the color of the card. Um, yeah. I, w- I maybe juiced mine up a little bit too much. Jeff's usually you look good. You look pink and clear. Pink orange. Pink orange, yeah. yeah. But 
I think I think I put too much OJ. I did a or a lemon rind instead of an orange rind. That's Give a little something. Just a twist, That's a yeah. lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. Cool. Okay, last looks for sips. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I'm doing the meme thing. You know the the meme of that girl going. Hmm. Huh? Hmm. Huh? <laughs> Brittany. Broski She's got a funny name. Kombucha. She? Brittany. Broski? What's her name? Broski. That's Brittany cool Broski. Name. Broski. Um. Um. Okay. Hmm. Now, Johnny, I Johnny? would love to know if I made your dream right. Mine's. Mine's. I would call mine flabby, the dreaded flabby yeah. when you make mm-hmm. use orange. But but now I'm thinking that I I had a bottle of fresh squeezed orange juice and I used a plop instead of a squeeze of orange juice. I think if I would have just squeezed a wedge, this would be less flabby. I squeezed sure. a wedge and uh, yeah, it doesn't feel flabby to me. But it is very it's very um, tequila forward. Yep. I was. I wouldn't mind it to be a little more at this point of the sipping. A little more uh, juicy. Juicy. Yeah, I can't really. It, I can't really tell if these ingredients are cooperating and, and yeah, becoming right. like. I, I definitely am ta- yeah. tasting tequila and orange juice. And Damn my Aperol. Aperol. When I think when I think bitter, I'm like, oh yeah, it's over there. But the, it's it's the, the sum. The sum is equal. <laughs> bitter. Are you in here? Oh, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> yep, over here, over here. The whole is equal to the sum of its parts, and I'm they they're all sort of uh, separately in my mouth. But I I certainly don't dislike it. I like orange juice and I like tequila. I'm getting a lot of bitters here. Uh, I did I did five dashes because they looked like they were small dashes. Five dashes. Tough. Well, you had yeah. the four huh? dash option. Yeah. Drops or dashes? I I tried to do five drops like eyedropper drops and of course oh. the first drop was a big old dash so it threw off the whole thing <laughs> i did five dashes, how many drops babe? were in that dash hmm. dash rendar <laughs> now let me ask you this guys have you ever had have you ever had uh, a business card oh no. michael i had a great one you did <laughs> no no a fake a fake one um, oh oh you did have a good one i went to a wedding <laughs> and on the table where you sit and eat, it had your name and what you were having for, uh, what we what your protein was going to be, and so it would be like, oh, Mike Hanford steak, uh, Tim Kalpakis fish, and so I, I have a, a little business card that just says Jefferson Dutton chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good that's, uh, and in the business world people are like hi i'm looking to hire someone brave and you go well nah, <laughs> oh, you got the wrong guy uh, can i grab my card back <laughs> that's very funny uh the uh i never had a business card and i don't think i need one but it's like i i do have like a little like a plastic bag or whatever in my junk drawer of like business cards i've collected and it's like i will never look at these yeah, they're more they're more f- interesting to look at and be like, oh, my God, this person or this time I was doing. So I still have business cards of people that we did like general meetings with pre birthday mm-hmm. boys. And it's like, yeah, I got a couple of deals right here. Actually, There's relics. Hmm. But I think yeah. maybe our generation's business card was like when we first moved to L.A., I was like, I got to get a website. I got to get Jefferson Dutton dot com. Oh, yeah. And now it's my space. They were they were um, they were cool for a minute, and then they were quickly supplanted by like just be on Facebook, just be on MySpace. Yeah. But then uh, they sort of like 
came back as far as plopping your reel on there. So I am happy I've had it, but I've had jeffersondutton.com now for damn near 20 years. Wow. Wait, yeah. I forgot. I had a web. I had a timkelpakis.com. Yeah, yeah, you got sketches on there. I had a Squarespace that I linked to it. And you know what's funny is it actually didn't do too bad. I would check the numbers on Squarespace once in a while. And it's like basically my Twitter bio, like where my Twitter website link was that. So like ah. back in like t- the pandemic when I was tweeting all day like a weirdo, I it did. I would I would look and see it would get like 25 hits in a day. That's that's a good amount that's of people real good. checking out the team. Nice. Good traffic. I got a link tree, I think. Oh, yeah. I got a link yeah, tree, too. Link tree. Yeah, link it up. Link it up. <laughs> link tree. Uh, link it up. The best, The best. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people know about this. I know you guys do. But the best uh, business card thing is Steve Martin, when he was like, you know, a big, huge stand-up and the jerk, probably. He would carry business cards with him. Maybe he still does. And if somebody came up to him like a fan and was mm-hmm. like, hey, Steve Martin, oh, my God, this is great. He wouldn't say anything. He would just pull out a business card that said, uh, I have met Steve Martin, and yeah. he would walk away. <laughs> it said something like, I've met Steve Martin, and I found him to be a, a, a great pleasure. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I think Judd Apatow has one of those cards or something. Really? I've, uh, I've I know Doug that. Jones, the guy who, uh, if you listen to The Blowout, told us about the Surf 2 movie that we did a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, he had one. He, he, it was like in the 80s. He was crossing the street. Man, Doug Jones also has one of the first Weezer fan club cards. This guy's a real mm. card connoisseur. Yeah. What was uh, uh, Steve Martin? What was the thing with Gern Blanston? That was the that was his that hotel he... check-in name. His but fake didn't he, hotel. He check-in also name. said it in his uh, stand-up. I think. What wasn't that Gern? Yeah, Blanston? he did, but I don't. I don't remember why. It was like it was something about like you want to have a good strong name uh, for showbiz. I'm changing my name to Gern Blanston. <laughs> Blanson. And then didn't uh, Paul Rudd have that email for a while? That's what it was. Paul Rudd's email. Email him, folks. Yeah. Ask him if he still got it. <laughs> That'd be so funny if he still kept that. Um, um, I know a little a, a little piece of trivia that um, oh. might get bleeped. I saw a movie on the TV at Jay's Bar the other day. Oh, yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. You've seen? Sure. Mm-hmm. I have seen. Yeah, and I've had... At the Dresden, I have drank the uh, Fernetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Somebody mentioned this to me at one point. You know, that movie was written by uh, Jason Siegel about like a real life breakup. Mm-hmm. Yep. I heard, and I don't know if it's true, Linda Cardellini used to check into hotels as Sarah Marshall. Oh, because it was about her, right? That, that was the... I think he's mentioned that it's partially based on a breakup. Wow. Interesting. That's cool. An onset freaks and geeks romance. Wow. Yes, and then she went on to do a procedural ER, the same way that Kristen Bell was on like a cop show in the movie. Damn. Oh. Hmm. Um. Our first week in LA, I I thought that if you saw a celebrity, you were you were almost you had to go talk to them so that you could tell people back home you talked to them. <laughs> we were at the Cat and Fiddle, and I saw Jason Segel. I went up to him and was like. Hey man, love your stuff. And truly, at that point, I had not seen him in anything. I eventually watched Freaks and Geeks and thought he was great in that, but I just thought you had to talk. Like I saw Ryan Cabrera and I talked to him. I just thought, yeah, yeah I remember that. We saw Jacoby Shaddix from uh, Papa Roach mm-hmm. and we talked to him. Mm-hmm. I saw Jason Schwartzman maybe two weeks into being in LA. We were we were like down in the Barney's Beanery area. I want to say I, I don't know where we were. We weren't anywhere close to home, so we had no business. 
being wherever we were. <laughs> I had just seen him on like a talk show and he was talking about the Flaming Lips, who I who I adored. Mm. And so I went up to him and I was like, yeah, man, I love the Flaming Lips too. And he's like, cool. <laughs> nice to meet you, man. I'm here to talk to my friends. <laughs> Is that what he said? I'm here to talk to my friends? Uh, he had some very polite, like, I'm going to go. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, he's a he's a big part of the new Spider Man movie. What? No spoilers. Oh, across Mike. the Spider Verse, well, I mean, <laughs> there's a multiverse thing going on. It's a multiverse thing going on. Yes, Tim, you're right. Uh, you must have seen it. And uh, it's uh, he's he's. I mean, it's just in the cast list, Jeff. It's not a the Schwartzman. Spoiler, but he's really funny. That made me laugh. This guy's everywhere. He's in. I think you should leave. He's in Asteroid City. Come on. Yeah, I wonder if there's a, a Schwartzman Renaissance. I'm, hey, I ain't complaining. That guy's great. I got a Jason Schwartzman anecdote and a Paul Rudd anecdote. Want to hear them both? Or you guys can At choose At the same one. time? Schwartzman. Uh, yeah, we're on Schwartzman, Schwartzman topic. Okay, Schwartzman, uh, I was a, a production assistant at Gracie Films, and uh, he, I was working the reception. He came in to audition for a role, and he was a very quirky dude. And uh, he comes up to me. He's kind of nervous for his audition. He's like, hey, uh, could you can you hold these for me? And I was like, yeah. And he hands me his wallet and phone. <laughs> wow. That is very trusting. <laughs> and then he goes in. We trust it. He goes in and he auditions. He comes out all sweaty and like exhausted. And he's like, oh, thanks. And I gave him his wallet and phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. I, I saw him once at a Phoenix concert at the, uh, at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. Cool. I just out in the walking around area. And I said, hey, Jason Schwartzman, I'm a big fan. He said, oh, thanks. Bam. Is that the Phoenix show that Daft Punk showed up at? Uh yeah, they're both mm. French. Yeah. It would make sense. They're both French. I they, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the coolest. That was the coolest like stage setup I've ever seen. They had lights like on the floor where they were all standing, which you couldn't see from the the crowd. But behind them was a huge mirror tilted at an angle, so like behind toward the them, audience, like forty five yeah. degrees, so you could see down on them. See down them, and it was just like since the light was showing up from the bottom, it was like their silhouettes dancing around. It was. Very cool. And it took me a second to realize what was going on. I was like, "What? How does this? How does what? this work? What is that? What the hell? Stop the music! Tell me now. <laughs> Two bands. <laughs> Two bands. One silhouette of the other. <laughs> I'm surprised that France doesn't uh, hold a bigger stake of the pop culture scene, because you know people talk a lot about how how significant England is. Mm-hmm. Music, movies." Isn't it pretty um, t- comedy TV shows like for a tiny little country? I mean, I know it has a big population, but like England has exported so much for, for a country that's like the size of New York State has uh, exported so much pop culture. And then you think France, also historically significant in uh, in the same kind of ways. It, it's like rare. You're like, oh, here's this fancy French guy. And oh, you know, this lady's from France. But it's not like there, there's not like you're not going down the billboard charts seeing French artists the way you're seeing British artists. Ah, interesting. That's true. Maybe they're just well, it's probably because they're they're speaking French and English is. That's exactly. Oh, that's I didn't, that's I didn't exactly expect it. there to be such a clean answer. And it's that. <laughs> Because America is not really open, like other than like BTS and Bad Bunny, America doesn't really open yeah. its arms to other languages. Non-English speaking. But the rest yeah. of the world does. Like like American punk bands can go tour Japan and, and Japanese people go. It's crazy. Yeah. I also wonder though, and I'm speaking out of my ass, Oh, France is less capitalistic, correct? 
Like they're they're more sort of like they are uh, hanging out, Damn. like Italy. I... They don't seem as hell bent on working the populace to the bone and taxing them a bunch and not giving a social program. But is it? I mean, it's okay. not like it's a socialist country, is it? I'm no. Not. But they I have a president. Not. Does that help? Yeah, that does help. You're right. <laughs> it sets a precedent. Does a lot for me. Ah. Uh, uh, is the president Macron? Macron. Macaroon. <laughs> uh, Tim, you were just saying, uh, talking about uh, country being small. Listen to this. And this was told to me by uh, Emma from the Doughboy Show. Boston, the city limits of Boston. If you take that city, you can sure. fit 12 of them on the island of Manhattan. Really? Really? Does that blow I always your mind? Manhatt- Manhattan's what, like seven miles tall and like one mile wide? Yeah, something like that. But so, but Boston, I guess just like the city proper, you can like walk across in a day. Well, okay. For a few hours, I mean. But is doesn't Boston have one of those things, though, where it's like, well, technically Boston is only this big, but every other yeah, exactly, exactly. cluster calls itself Boston, even though right. like, ah, oh, that's Worcester. Oh, that's like, Alston. I mean, but but New York, New York has that, too. So if you're just going Boston proper versus Manhattan proper, mm, shocking. Hmm. Couldn't believe it. I still don't believe it. it. Doesn't mean one's better than the other. I don't want our Boston fans to up in arms, come down here and say, ah, what are you talking about? Those things always trip me out when I see maps where, like, Europe, just how there's a different, uh, like, language and food in in every country, and the country are, like, the side of state. Actually, oh, here was a Twittery thing that I've seen a few times that's fun. Have you seen, this is just a jokier thing, and it's more about the culture than the size. Mm. Um People drew on Los Angeles the New York boroughs, like kind of like you know like uh, Los Feliz and Silver Lake are are, uh, are like Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And, yeah. Oh yeah. And like it's, it's the, very apt. Yeah, they did a good job where they they swiped like the middle of the city is is Manhattan, but then they kind of when you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, I guess there is kind of like that's the queen. Yeah. The, valley and the valley is, is like Staten Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rather a, interesting indeed. <laughs> Rather interesting. It's something to think about for sure. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm going to tell my Paul Rudd anecdote whether you guys want to hear it or not. Oh, good. Yes, yes, yes. Do it. My first writing job I ever got in my life. I'm 25 years old. I'm a production assistant sitting at Gracie Films. I get a call from Paul Rust. He says, hey, me and Neil Campbell are writing for the MTV Movie Awards and we were just talking to Scott Ackerman. We told him about you. We said, you can come and you can be a staff writer on the MTV Awards if you come here right now. It's like midday on a Wednesday. Whoa. So I turn to my, I go to my uh, uh, supervisor at Gracie Films. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm 25 and I want to be a writer and I'm only a production assistant. Well, I just got a call. And I, if I can go, I can get my first writing job and work on the show. And he's like, yeah, man, you could. Uh, my boss was a cool guy. Not my big boss. My immediate supervisor, Seth, was a cool guy. He's like, yeah, you could go. You just got to do one quick run. Can you take Paul Rudd to the airport? So <laughs> I drove Paul Rudd to the airport and I was like, uh, I really like uh, Wet Hot Barracuda Summer. Uh, he's like, oh, thanks. I was like, how'd you beat those guys? He's like, well, we, you know, in New York, I, I went to the Stella show. I was like, oh, good. And then I drop him just at LA. Just me you'll never be in a movie about an ant. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I, I can't make that promise. <laughs> I won't make that promise. I drop Paul Rudd at the airport. I turn around a hightail up to the valley, go to Scott Ackerman's old condo. And you know what happens? I walk in, we're writing monologue jokes about Paul Rudd. I just wow, had Paul wow. Rudd in my car. So I had the inside 
Nice. We, you know, we got to do really good jokes about how what he's like as a passenger. <laughs> uh, this guy, you know, Paul. You know, Paul Rudd. He's got his feet up on the dash. He's playing with the locks and the windows. <laughs> a- Andy Samberg saying this at the, uh, <laughs> the 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 Gibson Amphitheater, and the audience is laughing their ass. <laughs> we he's know. His we seat back. It. He's taking his seatbelt off. We've all driven him. He's talking about wet hot. He's not going to be an ant <laughs> If you ant-man. ask him. If you ask him. If you ask, he talks. <laughs> Jeff. Yes. Uh, this is an Ant-Man question for you. Okay. Is it, cra- is it, is it very out of the order, like out of the blue that he became uh, a Marvel guy? Like, uh, like so much in the Marvel universe? No. Or is Ant-Man more popular than I think? Ant-Man's old. Tim has leaned away from the microphone. Yeah, just he, Tim is disengaged. I have, I have, guys, wave your hands when you're done talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Ant-Man is uh, the same as Giant-Man, uh-huh. and he was an OG Avenger like Hulk and Thor and stuff, just not as famous. Okay. So that's like, he's also an OG dude. So why would they bring him in then? Just because there's more interesting things to do he's with him? He's an Avenger, and they were like, oh, we'll get Paul Rudd and we'll do a funny one. So are there other Avengers that weren't put in movies? Yes, there's a bunch. Okay. But now the everybody was an Avenger at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, me, Tim, everybody. Yeah, Black Panther was an Avenger at one point. Spider Man was Avenger at one point. Right, right, right. He still is. Uh, I just want to see Wolverine and Deadpool cut it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? When is that yeah, coming man. out? Yeah, when is that man. coming out, Jeff? Let me know. I think I'm gonna do some wisecracks. Text me when you see that trailer and send me the trailer. All right. I will. <laughs> Please do. I hope you do. I'll send you any trailer you want. I absolutely hope I hope you do. See, you guys had me reaching for the goldfish. But you know what? Why don't we go to break? Yes. And then I'm going to do a little ow, mm. ow. What, what are you going to do different? How are you going to? Jeff eats across his Los Feliz apartment. Eats across his desk? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do different? I am empty. I got to yeah, do I, some more stuff. I am going to do round two. First of all, ice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But what next of all? I'm going to do a little less OJ. Okay. Hmm. I feel like I want to add something to it. I'm going to do like one dash of bitters. That's all I'm doing. I'm going to go more bitters. More bitter, more better. Ooh, maybe triple sec. Would that be good? Hmm. Sort of like a McCartney, McCartney Marg. I'm going, to trip out, I'm going to switch out the triple sec or the Aperol for triple sec. Ooh. Okay, so you're making... <laughs> that's a, a mar- that's a margarita a, though like right is it tim oh yeah because yeah. lime and yeah yeah it's a bit it's all a right, bit right, of a right. paul mccartney uh margarita because it's got the paul mccartney margarita got that juice yeah, maybe i'll do that <laughs> right, i'm gonna freestyle <laughs> i'm gonna see what i can come up with all right all right good luck uh, folks we'll see you right back here after the ads good luck to you all ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, we're back with round two. Um, I just want to say one thing real quick. It's Ooh. definitely two ounces tequila, one ounce Aperol, because I nailed both glasses right on the brim, rounds one and two, mm. doing those measurements. Nice. Did you change What did you guys do differently? I did I, I did um, more Aperol, just so I wanted mm. a little bit in there, and then um, four or five dashes of orange bitters and barely any orange juice. Okay. I'm trying to get into Johnny's head here. I want to see what he Me sees too. in this drink. Yeah, where is he? Where is he from? Who is he? I did that letter of the law, and I, I last time I put too much OJ, so this time I really imagined a squeeze of OJ. Me too, me too. I uh, I did everything except for I swapped out Aperol with the uh, triple sec. <laughs> Sweet. Man, that really is like the McCartney margarita, just about, right? Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Look, he loves it. Even with the... Even with the uh, the bitters? Oh, I guess not bitters, but uh, as okay. far as having triple sec and... Uh, but McCartney's was weird. It was like, the juice from one lime, the juice <laughs> from one orange. And, and wasn't it like very little ice? Like you shake till the ice is gone and you serve it with yeah, it was no like, ice? Like one oh. ice cube, shake till it's gone. <laughs> it, it had some really weird specifications. Uh, this, I will say, it was more flavorful the other way. The Aperol, the Aperol is more... It has more... Yeah, you're, you're missing the bitterness. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Oh, that's better. Oh, the bitter is better. More Aperol. So, because mine is less flabby this time, more well-balanced, but I'm st- I am still wish I was tasting Aperol more. I did an ounce and a half Aperol. Mm. There you go. That's what you do. Mm. Oh, I got it dialed in, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, your dream lives on. Uh, Johnny's dream, Jeff's version. <laughs> mine doesn't even taste like... Uh, a margarita. Well, I guess it's like very, it's down in there somewhere, but it's really not Man, flavorful at all. Taking out the Aperol, your drink is like off white. Ours are bright yeah. pink orange. You know what? I wonder if I did. I, I, it's hot in my apartment and I put the ice cubes in the shaker and left that on the counter, went to the bathroom and then came out and shook it. I wonder if like it watered it down too quick. Hmm. That seems crazy. I mean, it says shake well. Oh, I shook. Oh, not well. <laughs> I shook, I shook poorly. Poorly. <laughs> Unwell. Um, all right. Final thoughts? Uh, this is an order again for me. I, d- I didn't like it at first, and it found its groove. 
Mm. There's something with that when you try a drink that you've never had before. I think your your tongue might have to say it gives it a second to say oh, let me let me work my way around this. Yeah, let me acclimate. Mm-hmm. And it does. And, and also, you do. Hey, this is part of the strength of our podcast. Round two is so valuable. I take it for granted too often. Mm. Mm. To be able to go back and and do th- to have a second chance. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Valuable, mm-hmm. very valuable. Yeah. Um. I'm a little torn on it because I'm thinking like like I like it. I think it tastes good. But as far as an order again, I'm like, what's the scenario? Is it a is it a brunch drink? Is it a like I really wouldn't mm. want to drink anything this juicy if I I mean I should have tried it on the rocks because maybe then that would have been the key to the whole thing. But oh I, I did rocks as well, yeah. I kind of don't think it's an order again because I can't picture myself ordering again. Not to say it's a bad drink. Johnny, I like you. I like your dream. But I think I would rather have a margarita or an Aperol spritz. Yeah, I agree. It's in a clumsy middle, um, but I, I didn't say it's an order again for me too. But Tim, hey, uh, you got a you got a, a well articulated opinion over there. I get it. Mm, yeah. Thank you. To each a pizone on this one. Mm-hmm. A Pizza Hut pizone. Have you ever had a pizone? I've never had one. Yeah, they're great. They brought. I missed my chance. Pizza Hut brought back their calzones, <laughs> but they don't call them pizones anymore. Oh. Mm. I've got a Pizza Hut they pizza. Pizza Hut zones. I have a Pizza Hut pizza in my freezer. I took all the slices, piled them up in a little Gladware container. Every once in a while, I take out a pizza, nuke it, one slice. Damn, Pizza Hut's good. Yeah, that's great. Um, I'm trying to think of like what's the last calzone I had was in Ithaca. What was the calzone place? Rogan's Corner. Deepy Dough. Deepy Dough. Deepy Dough. Oh my God! Yeah, they were like hot pockets. They were so good. Yeah, the buffer Ooh. zone. I that's saw the guys making. That buffalo chicken one, yeah. You know those, you know those uh, pizza scrapers, like the scrape flour on a counter. It like kind of mm-hmm. looks like a square. It's a square piece of stainless steel with a with a handle on it. Um, yep. I saw the guy making the buffalo chicken one, uh, calzone one time, and he had one of those scrapers, and then it was just a chicken patty, the kind you would have had in school. <laughs> chop 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 chop. He diced it up with the scraper and put it in the thing, and I was like, "That's how you do it." Also, do hey, it. remember that. Chicken patty day in school. It's a hamburger bun, a, a yeah. chicken patty. And like, if you're an adult, there would have been like mayo and a pickle or lettuce, tomato, onion. No, no. And I want to say I just <laughs> ate it dry. No, no. Swirl of ketchup. Swirl of yeah. ketchup. Yeah, yeah dip ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> Those were good though, man. I, I remember everybody yeah. got psyched about Nuggets Day. And then like occasionally some people would like, you get like back in my day, five lunch tickets a week. And then sometimes people be like, I'm going to skip lunch today so I can get double nuggets on Thursday, man. <laughs> wow, they left it up to the kids to like monitor their tickets? To triage it out, yeah. Wow. Um, I remember how in, in seventh grade, junior high, a lot of people love Pizza Day on Friday. Lots of people love Taco Tuesday. Nacho sure. Boat was a hit. was like <laughs> nachos with cheese. But uh, my friend Nate Robbins was the only guy in the school who loved... Uh, looked forward to turkey cubes and uh, it would be turkey cubes, brown gravy and like, or turkey gravy and like a scoop of like mashed potatoes that were kind of fakey. And it was so funny because that's a, uh, a meal that we didn't have very much, maybe like a couple times a year. And it was just because he was the only person on the record loving it. People would be mm-hmm. like, Hey Nate, tomorrow's turkey cubes. Hey, <laughs> like, turkey cubes. Well, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, you know? <laughs> Turkey cubes. <It's> true. 
That's good. That reminds me of like a. Remember we were getting we moved to L.A. and we were wistful for like the idea of a gobbler sandwich. Oh yeah, mm. like a turkey cranberry stuffing mm-hmm. on a on a sub brioche bun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Let me ask you guys this: Who are out there? This is nobody will care about this, but is uh, El Patio Burrito still around? No, it's it, gone. or did it move or anything? Yeah, it was, I think it was gone when I uh, last checked. I think I think it closed down when you left. Oof. I took it with. I took the whole group. <laughs> yeah, they had that chorizo mode I was talking about recently. Ah, I wanted oh, to yeah. take a kayak a kayak out on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. <clears throat> Sorry, where we release these recipes ahead of time. <laughs> That's a tough ooh, one. Ooh, Johnny's dream getting on top of me. And if you can't get enough boys, go to patreoncom slash boys. Type in your info, your credit card info, and gain <laughs> access to the Sloppy Boys Blowout, the far superior show that we actually care about. Yeah. That we put our heart into it. Check out the sloppyboys.com. We got all our t shirts and uh, merch up there. Yeah. And uh, Chicago, if you're in Chicago, July 28th and 29th, come see me do a headlining set of stand up. I'm doing 45 minutes to an hour. Wow. Stand up at the Lincoln Lodge on the 28th and 29th of July. Come on out for that. Now, Mike, you've been promoting that for a while here on the show, and you always say 45 minutes to an hour. Do you have your 46th minute figured out yet? I think I say that because uh, I forget what I'm what I t- they told me I had to do. <laughs> it's going to be a long set. That's needless to I say. I think you know how many jokes you do, and I think you're wondering how long the Chicago crowd is going to laugh for, so you can't mm-hmm. really see, mm-hmm. see the link. They got, this could be a 20-minute hey, hey, show. That's hey, funnier <laughs> than George Went. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, folks. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Oh!